Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Tommy Rotimi. You already know who I am, but if you don't know, I run a fashion label here in Lagos, Nigeria called Exclamation. I've been running this proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand for the past 18 years, so I think I know a thing or two. Today we're talking about customer experience, things that improve it and things that diminish it. There's so much talk about customer experience. And what is customer experience? Is really, as the name implies, how people interact with your brand, the kind of experience people have when they interact with your brand. It's um, everything in business. It's how the customer feels when she is engaging with you. So today we want to talk about some of the things that improve it and some of the things that diminish it within the context of your fashion brand. So first of all, I want to talk about the experience from the, from the point of understanding the journey. The journey, um, the journey when it comes to engaging with your brand. I want you to understand that from the moment the customer notices you, reaches out to you, makes inquiry of you down to the point where she receives her product and even puts it on, right? Everything is part of the journey and there's an experience to be had at every point. Now, your ability to improve that experience at every point, that will really inform whether they are going to get to the next level. You know what I mean? If you can make sure and can ensure that they have a good experience at every point they engage with your brand then that will increase the chances of them proceeding to the next stage of the engagement and that's what we want at the end of the day we want a sale but beyond the sale we also want repeat business isn't it so if the experience of the customer is not positive from the point where she even just sees your brand, right? That's not going to encourage her to make an inquiry. That's not going to encourage her to actually now come into your store or go to your website or, you know, um, shop the cart, right? Then, that, of course, that's not going to encourage her to pay. That's not going to encourage her to eventually, you know, receive the product. It's not going to encourage her not to complain, not to return the product. It's not going to encourage her to actually select that product in her wardrobe as the piece to wear amongst the many things she has. Then it's of course not going to encourage her to um, not experience some kind of a buyer's remorse when she wears it. And then of course you want her to come back again and start this process all over again, you know, engage with your brand and continue to buy from you. And of course, you know, ultimately what we want are lifelong customers. So I wanted to paint this picture so you understand that the customer experience is everything. It's the holy grail. It's the beginning and the end. It's why we are. It's why we are in business. It's what we do. Everything we do. That's all it's about. First of all, your customer is king or queen. Your business has to embrace this notion your business has to be customer centric you need to put yourself in the position of the customer 
so that you are constantly evaluating the customer experience. It's so important, this thing I'm telling you. So when we talk about customer service and we talk about the customer being king and we talk about all these things, everything is really about the customer experience. Okay, so let's go straight into it. I created that background because I wanted you to understand the importance of this thing, right? Um, Before I go into the topic proper, I want to say this. It's not enough for you to have a great product because some people misunderstand this. They argue that, you know, they have this amazing product and they think, right, that is enough. And they question why customers will buy a product that they consider to be inferior over theirs. The customer experience might actually be the missing link right there. So I'm assuming you've gotten the product locked down, right? But if you haven't, then the customer experience should also um, influence you creating you know, a stellar product. So let's go straight into the topic. So number one, one of the things that improves the customer experience is the layout of your store, the layout of your website, the layout of your Instagram page, even down to your logo. And I'm talking about this because anything that will get the customer's attention, what is that thing that the customer sees when they initially, um, you know, want to engage with your brand? You know, if they are browsing and, you know, something pops up and it's, you know, an advert or is it, you know, your timeline on Instagram or they are driving by and they see your window display or they go to a friend's house and they see your carrier bag you know what i mean or you know somebody sends them a link to your um whatsapp handle or a link to your website you know these are just the first entry right first entry issues right the customer experience there is so important because this is what is going to grab their attention so i want you to make an effort in ensuring that all these things are first of all on brand you want them to tell the message of the brand and then of course you want to ensure that at the very basic level they are attractive they are catchy they are you know they are clean they are crisp you know they are sending the right message if what you are trying to reflect is opulence and luxury then all these things must reflect that from the get-go luxury is not just about you know expensive uh, price points no at this point again they must see luxury so because once somebody who is looking for a luxury brand or somebody who is endeared to a luxury brand once she sees this then you have one step in so i find one of the problems one of the things that diminishes um the customer experience is when at this point you know the message you are trying to convey is not coming through So at this point, you're either attracting the wrong people or you are discouraging the right people, right? So get that right, you know. Go back and look at your logo. Look at your carrier bag. Look at your window display. Look at your website. Look at the layout of your website. Look at your language. Look at your um, Instagram page. Look at all these things where 
the customer has an opportunity to make a first impression, right? Or you have an opportunity to make a first impression, please get that right. That is the beginning of everything. Okay, so let's go to the next step. Let's say you got that lockdown. Or for whatever reason, you know, because sometimes some of the things that could help you bypass that is referrals. You know, somebody has referred a friend to your brand. And based on that referral, she makes that initial contact. Like, oh, um, my friend of mine told me about your pants. I love pants. I want to get in on that. I love the way she looked in it. Or I saw... Um, you know, I saw somebody wearing your pants. A referral, a referral is powerful because it could actually um, help you get past those initial hurdles, you know, those entry level hurdles and just get straight to engaging or even purchasing. So this is why referrals are super important. So let's say the customer has gotten past that first level, right? You know, for whatever reason, she has seen your brand whether it's, you know, by referrals or whether she was just really attracted to your brand or to any of these entry-level points we made. And she now, you know, takes the next step to engage. This is step number two. Now, this is so important. At this level, the customer is asking you questions. She's either sending you an inquiry through the comment section on your Instagram page or she's sending you a direct message through Instagram or through Facebook or any other social media platform or she is um, stepping into the store maybe she was driving past her she saw your window display and you know something there got her attention then she steps into the store this is the second step ah my dear sister my dear brother this is super important this is a make or break second step make or break level Right, so I want you to go to that point. You know, in all of this, like I always say, pretend you are the customer. Step into that position of being the customer and then treat your brand like you will be treating a vendor, right? You're experiencing it. So whatever hitches you experience, then you know this is the hitch to fix. So the customer steps into the store. Many things could go wrong. So I'm using this scenario I'm going to use two scenarios. Let's talk about um, the customer stepping into the store now. So the customer steps into the store. The first thing she experiences, and this one is popular in Nigeria. You may not be able to help it. But whether it's popular or not, this could be a deal breaker. She steps into the store and the store is hot. The store is not well ventilated and there is even, there's no light. So the store is dark and dingy. There isn't any light and... This is her very first experience. What do you think is going to happen? Now, if she did not get to know you through referrals, and this is just her first time, you know, two things could happen. Number one, she could give you the benefit of doubt, understanding the unique issues we have in Nigeria. And she could just simply walk in and see how quickly you can fix this problem. You know, that's, you know, hurry up and get the generator on and all of that right or she's just totally put off by this and she walks off now it's going to take a while to shake off that experience so how do you fix this you know um what i always suggest is you know what you're in business so you know you have to have a generator 
if you cannot be in a situation where you can help it, you know, whether, <clears throat> excuse me, whether you are in a building where, <clears throat> excuse me, whether you're in a building where, you know, you can't help it, you have a communal um, generator, so you have to wait till they put it on, or whether for some reason your generator is not working, like there are rela- realities here. Um, your ability to quickly fix this situation is important. So you calm the customer down or you apologize for the situation or you, you know, if you have the opportunity, you quickly switch the generator on while she's there, even if you have to switch it back off when she leaves. But, you know, it's your ability to quickly turn this around um, that is super important. So what you are doing now is that you are giving the customer an opportunity to experience you as a person whether it's through your staff or yourself, whoever, whoever is attending, to experience your personality, your warmth, your care, your ability to show empathy. Most Nigerian customers understand this. So they are not going to really knock you for it, but you have to be able to turn this around very quickly. So go ahead and put on the generator fast. The next thing is, let's assume you've put on the generator and you know now the ac is on how else can you ensure that the customer has a good experience this one i'm about to say is so important if you run a ready to wear line you know chances are the customer is going to start trying clothes on at this point you know it's possible that you want to calm the customer down maybe she wants to sit down she wants to take a phone call you know this happens are things that happen you want to ensure that they are chairs that the customer can sit down, the customer can be comfortable while she's waiting. Whether she's taking a call or whether she's waiting for you to um, set up the changing room for her with the pics that she has selected. It is important that the customer is comfortable, so make sure that there's a sitting area. I'm saying some things that are pretty obvious, but you'll be amazed how many of these things are not common knowledge. So if you are one of those people that you don't have any sitting area in your store, please get a sitting area. I'm telling you, it is so important to do this. It does two things. First of all, it calms the customer down. It um, gets her comfortable. Second of all, it lets her stay in your store for longer. We all want that. Because, you know, the longer she stays, the more she buys. So let's say she sits her down so, you know, you can take that off. You've made her comfortable. You've calmed her down. The second step is for her to start trying things on. Now, this is where a bit of training is needed. I'm going to tell you something which is one of my secrets. And I really hope that you take this on because it is so important. Listen. I want you to listen to the customer's needs. To be observant about the customer's um, body language and even her body type. You see, whatever you pick out for her to try on, please ensure two things. That you don't give a customer something that is too tight for her. Now, this is the truth of the matter. Most customers are very body conscious. Nobody wants to feel bigger or fatter. So if a customer tells you I'm a size 10, 12, if you look at the customer and you think, oh, this person will fall into, whether it's a size 10 or a 12, give them a size 12. 
err on the side of her trying something that is too big other than her trying something that is too small especially for her very first second or and third tries the first one is super important the reason why i say this is because how you make the customer feel is 90% about what um you know the customer experience is all about even if your shop is buzzing AC is jamming nice and cool music is fantastic you know the shop assistant or the customer service personnel is great the customer has her own insecurities and for most women you know their securities around their weight their size if she tries on something tight it's going to leave a bad taste in her mouth it's unlikely she wants to try something else right and it's unlikely she wants to try something else that is bigger <laughs> you know what i mean she's happy to try something smaller but not something bigger so please try as much as possible to make sure that the first two things that a customer tries on are spot on are her size you know, there's a back-end angle to this. It means you must have done your sizing right. You know, but let's assume you've done that. So ensure that the customer tries the right things on first. People ignore this because people just generally, you know, put things in the changing room. And I know people sometimes would be hoping that it fits. So you know this is not going to be the customer size. But because you only have, you know, one left and the customer had shown interest in that, right you pick that up and give it her to try please don't do this this goes a long way in influencing how the customer feels how long she's going to stay in her in your store and how eager she might feel to try something else on at exclamations we've gotten this locked so when a customer tries something on she's eager to try others people say to me you know that how is it that every single thing I try on fits perfect? It's almost as if you you made all these things for me. But that's not true. What it is is that we have curated pieces based on your size and on your personality type and, of course, on your options, on the choices that you made. So do this. So when the customer does this and they keep trying and everything fits, it immediately elevates their mood right they want to keep trying things on even if it means they won't buy it all but it elevates their mood and you know what that does it ensures that they leave your store feeling good about your brand and next time they're thinking about you know a brand in your product category you'll be top of top of mind because of the experience you have given them and because of the way you made them feel you know what if that is all you get from this particular episode, it's huge, it's plenty, and I really hope you would apply it. Next step, let's assume you've gotten past this, the customer has bought the product. It could either be that she bought the product because, you know, she came into your store, she experienced the brand, she bought it, she was happy with her buys. It could be that maybe somebody gave her a gift voucher and she applied it. It could be that somebody bought her an outfit. It could be that she came into the store. She, she didn't bother trying anything. You know. She just bought a piece and she left. But whatever the case may be, she has come in. You have succeeded in making a purchase and she has moved on. Next step, she goes home. Hmm. 
this is so important most people try on their clothes again at home or and this is the dangerous one they try your clothes on on the day they need it so it is important that the experience continues it's important that you do that the experience does not end in your store or on your website or on your instagram page or when the customers made the purchase the experience continues even when they get home and they are trying on the clothes so this is where it is important that you are true to your customer you are sincere the integrity of the zipper this is where a lot of people just drop the ball when the customer wears the dress and then she goes out and then the zipper rips customer experience has gone out of the window diminished completely your customer now associates you with embarrassment with inconsistencies with inefficiencies you don't want that so please do a stress test guys i do a stress test till now 18 years after we still do a stress test with our zippers and all our fasteners because we don't want this kind of embarrassment right another thing that could go wrong after the customer has bought from you is she washes the dress and then it fades it bleeds it shrinks it's still part of the customer experience you are associating your brand with a negative feeling if the customer is even one to give you feedback that would be awesome but you know what a lot of customers don't give feedback they just simply decide not to buy from you again right there are so many things that could go wrong with the product that are inherent with the product itself but i want you to understand that all these things inform how the customer considers her experience with your brand is okay so let's assume the customer has bought something went wrong how do you manage a disgruntled customer this is huge you know for me i go out of my way to manage customers who are disgruntled because i know this customer who has come to let me know she's disgruntled has given me another opportunity to redeem myself another opportunity to fix the bad experience she had before these opportunities are rare I don't want you to treat customers as if they have been a nuisance um, when they come complaining. How do you quickly fix it? How do you manage it? You know, are you empathizing with the customer? You put yourself in her shoes. Do you realize she paid money for something she doesn't like or she hasn't had a good experience with? Of course, you know, I know there are some extreme cases. Those are not the ones I'm talking about. I'm talking about reasonable people. So your return policies, your um, crisis management um, habits and um, skills, they are very, very important in this case where you are able to manage a disgruntled customer and win her back, right? You know what? This is very important. It is things like this that ensure that the customer comes back, right? And that's ultimately what we want. There are so many, many, many other things that um, can help you in improving your customer's experience. And of course, there are so many things that can influence your customer experience negatively, right? And we can't finish everything in this podcast. So we may have to um, have a second episode here. Or if you're signed up to my newsletter, 
I might take it on there as well. I'm not quite sure, but one of them will happen. We're going to have a concluded part to this whole customer experience thing because it's super, super important. But everything I've mentioned here, please, I want you to take note of them and apply your learnings to your business. There's no point hearing all these things if you don't apply them. Right. Um, my online course, How to Start a Ready-to-Wear Label in Nigeria, is open. You guys already know that. If you haven't taken the course and you're in the business of fashion, why? You really should be taking the course, especially if you're considering um, starting a ready-to-wear label. I have everything in there from how to identify your ideal customer to how to create a winning collection that sells and sells out to, of course, how to price your product right. It is how to hire right and, you know, encourage and attract the right talent to your business. And of course, I'm even going to tell you how to launch your brand. I'm going to tell you, tell you how to manage copycats. I'm going to tell you how to source. I'm going to tell you how to manage production. Like I've thrown everything into this course. Everything is in this course. If you're in the business of fashion or if you've ever been curious about, um, you know, the business of ready to wear, you're thinking of starting a ready to wear label. If you are thinking of starting a ready to wear label, you must take this course, please. There are too many moving parts in ready-to-wear and there are too many opportunities um, to make mistakes. Too many. Uh, Most mistakes in retail are too expensive. You don't need it, right? Guess what? I have made the mistakes for you. You don't need to make them again. And if you're one of those people who say, you know what? You're not a startup. You've been in the business of ready-to-wear for years. You have it locked down, but you know that you have challenges and you're trying to run a more efficient level. You need to take the course. You need to take the course. You need to make that investment. If you want to take the online course, how to start a ready-to-wear label in Nigeria, registration is open for the fifth stream. Please go to my website, www.tomirutimi.com and start the course right away. You have access to the course for an entire year. And at the end of the course, you have a one-on-one personal coaching session with me. During the coaching session, we are going to talk about how you can apply these learnings practically to your business. And of course, I'm going to answer any issues that you may have regarding your business, right? Please take the course. Go to the website and check out all the testimonials that we have on the course. Also, you can check out details on the course through the outline of the course that we have on the website. Take the course, take the course, take the course. I'm going to continue saying this till I'm blue in the face because I now know how important this course is and how it has helped so many people who have taken it all around the world. Anyway, that is it for today. Like I said, we will continue this topic in one way or the other and um, we will let you know. Thank you so, so, so very much for listening. I will be speaking to you again real soon. Bye.